The future is a hefty responsibility and not one that we take lightly. But then taking things lightly has never been what hefty is about. That's why we've created the Hefty Renew program that turns hard to recycle plastics into valuable resources like park benches and building materials. To participate, simply fill up an orange Hefty Renew bag with accepted items, tie it up, and drop it in with your regular recycling. That's it. It's that easy. It's time to rethink recycling with Renew. Particular valued resources may vary by geography. More info available at heftyrenew.com. Without the ones like you who work tirelessly to keep things running, everything would suddenly stop. Hospitals, factories, schools, and power plants, they all depend on you. No matter the weather, emergency, or time of day, you're the ones who get it done. At Granger, we're here for you with professional-grade industrial supplies. Count on real-time product availability and fast delivery. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. Absolute sports betting degeneracy. Hey, everybody. Arch here, and it is Monday. Max, what's going on? Panther will tell you, based off the pre-show, that uh, it seems like Max over here is in a good mood, but I will tell you that is is not the truth, but I will uh, I'll fake it for you guys. There you go. I'll, I'll fake being in a good mood for you guys. Just just to start off the show saying, happy Monday, everyone. It's awesome. What's going on, Sex Panther? Oh, you know, just another Monday, another, you know, day after a, a belated Saxy Maxi show that we got to listen to. And I've never felt more backstabbed in my life. What? Sex. Saxy Maxi is supposed to be it's supposed to be my dude, right? You guys, you guys accuse us of having this little lovers thing with me, him, and Phil, a love triangle. But but he, he uses my name as a fucking verb. Like he's just gonna panther things as if I don't do any research or I just you know look for a pretty color of a team and that's how I pick make my plays. So so we start there by me becoming a fucking verb, and then you guys get into this Greek mythology and Arch says, hey. Who, who, who would Panther be in Greek mythology? Who who represents the people? Medusa? Medusa? That's what the fuck you come up with? That's what you two come up with. Oh, no. no. Like, he said it, not me. <laughs> Wasn't was Hercules the man of the people? Like, <sighs> you come up with a you come up with a fucking female with snakes coming out of it. And, and then, Max, uh, you should be on my side here. They blatantly, they didn't beat around the bush. They blatantly came right out and called you a narcissist. You should be mad on this Monday. First off, there was a podcast yesterday. I'm sorry. Like, I woke up and, and around, you know, I was looking at my podcast around like 10 a.m. or something like that. And I didn't see anything. So I didn't realize that there was a podcast. And second off, like, how'd the opening turn about you, Panther? This should be, should be all about me. This should be about me, the opening, Panther, not you. Like, why, I, why are we talking, why are we talking about you? About, why are we talking about you? <laughs> Like you, you, it's it's all about me, really. I I listen. I think Arch, I think Arch, I think Arch's uh, pick was spot on. I mean, there there is no one better in the world than me. At anything, really. You, you, <laughs> you Mister Perfect, <laughs> when he would just just like it's like <laughs> hit a home run, he'd throw a strike. Like that's me. Like everything, yeah. <laughs> I can get I can get one good. One good filming of me doing something like that and just like, I'm perfect. 
that you're the love child of Mr. Perfect, Rick Rude, and uh, Big Papa Pump. <laughs> well, I, do, do you remember Lex Luger for a while was the narcissist Lex Luger when he came into the WWE? Like, he was the... I, I was trying to find was, a gif. That was, was his name. <laughs> I was trying to find a gif of him, and, and there's not very many good gifts of Lex Luger these days. Uh, you followed the, the yeah. career of Lex Luger. He's not had a, a good one ever since he murdered Miss Elizabeth. But I digress. Uh, I thought th- I thought yesterday's show was funny. I, I know Maxie uh, blew Arch off. I've got, he, was, he was lucky. He was lucky that wasn't me. There wouldn't have been a show. <laughs> oh, no. I would have just put my own show out. He would have just fired up the recorder and gone. Yeah, <laughs> I would have just recorded my own show at that point. Uh, uh, Pan- exactly. Panther. Panther, you should be happy. You have another new nickname, though. You are the Verb. The Verb. I'm the Verb. Yeah. I'm panthering my picks today. I just I I opened it up. I looked at the lines. Like, yep, that's the one. We're gonna panther the picks today. All right. Uh, I don't know where to go. We should talk about Trunk. Yeah, why not? I mean, the, I, there isn't, there was no transition here. I was expecting Panther to say, maybe I'll just retire from podcasting, and that could have transitioned oh. into our story. But you know, he's not good. Last like time, that. I am, I am, I am the good to segue into that. Panther is not. Last time we talked about Panther retiring, it, it kind of created some backlash. <laughs> what are the odds Gronk will unretire? It's over at Deadspin. After retiring for the second time, odds makers are going to see if Gronk's going to suit up again. So the article itself is interesting for a couple of reasons. One is, uh, let's go look at the current odds. Uh, Arch, what are they? Um, Gronk, Gronk has got plus 135 odds to return to the NFL. That seems pretty short. Yeah, so that's what they're saying is plus 135 to return and minus 175 not to return. Yes. So basically, uh, I don't even know why the sportsbooks put, put out odds to begin with. They're just kind of like being silly about this. So that's, that's point one. Let's, let's talk about point one. Panther, does Gronk return to the NFL this year? No. Short, short answer is no. I think, you know, when Brady retired, he did it relatively quick Gronk waited he even waited significantly after Brady retired to do it I think he's got some other things in the works I think he's tired of taking the beating um and I I, I really don't think his heart's in it I don't we know he doesn't want to practice if, 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 he, if he was to come back it wouldn't be till after Labor Day but he doesn't want to practice he doesn't want to I mean he doesn't want to do OTAs he't want to do anything so I do not believe Gronk comes back yeah I think you're right I think he's just he's tired of it I, I, I think Gronk actually probably likes playing the games I just think he hates everything else that you have to do to get to that point right right so I, I tend to agree with you guys unless I'll say this unless there is just a team that is by far kind of running away with things like the, the, the prohibitive favorite to win a Super Bowl and they need a tight end. You, you, you know, like I, I see him coming back only in the situation where it's like, OK, this is a juggernaut. This team is not going to lose. They're going to win the Super Bowl this year. I'm going to get another ring. And I got to play like six games. Right. You come know? in midseason, right? Get signed. Exactly. Up. Right. Exactly. Just kind of jumps into the mix and say, all right, cool. I'm going to catch some passes, win, a, win another Super Bowl ring and, and, and party. Right. Because that, honestly, at the end of the day, he is thinking about the Super Bowl party. 
He is thinking about the days and days and days after winning the Super Bowl and going on boats and throwing fucking Super Bowl trophies around and drinking and partying. That is what motivates this guy. And that's what he thinks about. Not the actual ring itself. It is the party after winning said ring. So I do think that is the only chance that he does it at plus 135. Not worth my money. Sorry. Not going to happen. And the reason that this is plus 135 minus 175 is earlier in the year, Brady retired. Tom Brady retired. You guys remember that? Blink of an eye? Vaguely, yeah. Heard a, heard, a, heard a thing. Okay. So the sports book, uh, this, like, this is Odds Maker, I think. Yeah, Odds Maker. Yeah. Uh, had Brady was listed at plus 750 to return and minus 1200 to stay un, uh, to stay retired. Well, Sports sportsbook got fucked in that one, didn't they? <laughs> Plus seven fifty to return. He returned, and and they probably like learned a lesson there. So um, I think that is probably why you're seeing this uh, as it is now. The more interesting part of the story, and this is all uh, quasi interesting, is if you scroll down just a little bit more, just to tell you how absurd these odds are right now. Geno Smith currently has an edge over Drew Locke. To be the starting quarterback for the Seattle Seahawks in week one. Panther, let's say you to that. I didn't even know Geno Smith was still in the league. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, Listen, I think this is my opinion. I think Drew Locke's been sold short. He hasn't had the greatest of opportunities. Uh, Whoever the quarterback is, whether it's Geno Smith or Drew Locke, I don't even think it's arguable that they will easily play with the two best wide receivers they played with in their career. So their stats should only get better. Um, But look, I I like Drew Locke. I don't know that he's actually going to be, would be a good quarterback, but whoever gets an opportunity in Seattle, they've got an opportunity to succeed. I would take Drew Locke over Geno Smith. Let Locke cook, man. That's my motto. There we go. (laughs) I, so I, I'm trying to think of like, w- would would you say that Mitch Trubisky would be the best suited quarterback in Seattle? I mean, I, we know that he's in Pittsburgh, and there's kind of, kind of talk about. Do you do you think that that would be a way to prove Mitch Trubisky is 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 a possible talented quarterback? Is put him in Seattle with those uh, wide receivers? Because I think you can basically say the same thing about Drew Locke, right? If there was ever an opportunity to prove people like me wrong about Drew Locke, it is now. With this team that he has around him, except for maybe the offensive line, their offensive line has kind of been shitty for the last like decade. But but I digress from a pure weapon standpoint, guys like Trubisky or guys like Locke, they, you know, you put him in a situation and see what see what happens. It it may, maybe maybe it turns out. But the fact that Geno Smith has an edge over Drew Locke, not looking too good for Drew Locke's career right now. <laughs> somebody's got some inside knowledge on Seattle. As for Trubisky, he can't leave Pittsburgh. He's playing with the third best wide receiver in the NFL. It's it's very true. You you you, you can't you can't leave Jamar Chase like that. <laughs> wrong Chase. Wrong Chase. Oh, wrong, wrong Chase. Oh my god, I'm so sorry. Yeah. Uh no, it's I I found this article just be interesting just to kind of see how the sports books reacted to just having a bad burn on it. You know, these, these kinds of prop plays, they, they're typically limited anyway, right? You can only yes. usually bet like $50, $100 or something like that. Right. You can't, if you like, hammer really them too hard, the, <laughs> that's it. You don't get props anymore. <laughs> um, so I, 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 I can't believe that they would they lost a ton of money on that, that Tom Brady thing. 
But I, you know, didn't Brett Favre teach us a lesson or two? There is no retired. I still expect Brett Favre to come out of retirement at some point. You know, I, I, I don't know. The Jets are fucking stupid enough to probably bring him back, right? I mean, uh, even Carson Palmer retired. Oh my God! Uh, how many uh, times did sure. Jay Cutler retire? Do you remember that Jay Cutler was on his couch twice and he yes, got calls to come back? <laughs> his wife was like, "Go get that paycheck." <laughs> <laughs> they're, they're desperate. I mean, last year Philip Rivers was fielding calls. But he, he didn't come back, but people were desperate for a quarterback for a, for a, some leadership. You're you're gonna you're gonna hear the rumblings again. Like a couple injuries happen, you're gonna hear the rumblings about Drew Brees again. You're gonna hear the rumblings about Philip Rivers. These guys that are, you know. I, I at the not even the tail end of of their talent level, like probably off the fucking cliff of their talent level, right. are still better than some of the fucking shitty backups that they have in the league, and that's the point, right? Would you rather have a broken down Philip Rivers that could still throw the fucking ball farther than half the guys in the league? You know, like eh, maybe. Right. I don't there's, know. There's not, there's not 32 guys in the world apparently that can really start as quarterback in the NFL. No, no. Uh, I mean, and and I'm. I think we've had the conversation before is, is there's probably 12, you know, and then after mm-hmm. that, there, there's probably another six that are like, you know, good enough. Yeah. And then after that, it's it's a complete fucking drop off. You know, so you're talking about 18 fucking people in the world that have what it takes to be a starting quarterback in the NFL. It fucking floors you, right? It just gets it's fucking, you know, you just see now uh, who's who, whose son is that? Uh, um Cooper Cooper's uh Cooper Manning's son right he, he's the one that just uh committed to a uh, college access yeah right so so you're gonna you're gonna look at 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 uh, Arch Manning here and teams are already thinking about drafting him what, what is this four years from now <laughs> three years from now whatever it is like the teams are already plotting plotting how they're gonna tank to get fucking Arch Manning and just because of his goddamn fucking name you know uh and that's how desperate teams are for quarterbacks and then it's, it's it's fucking crazy uh I, that, fact that this is a sentence this is a sentence i'm about to speak guys geno smith and drew Locke are vying for the starting position for the seattle seahawks <laughs> that is an actual sentence that just came out of my mouth i cannot believe that geno fucking smith i uh, i knew like panther not not to say that i didn't know he was still in the league because he was uh he was the fill-in for russell last last year when when uh, when he got injured yep. right yeah so he, he came in he played a few games but it still just floors you. It's I still remember Geno Smith on the goddamn Jets. What 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 a that's, shit show. That's what I'm thinking. You know, but here's the thing, and you kind of touched on it. The NFL is a is a absolute quarterback driven league. And we we did we talked about this a couple months ago about how many actual franchise quarterbacks are are in this league. That the teams that have actual franchise guys maybe 12 and three of them are, are just within a few years of their walking papers. Brady's got to walk soon, mm-hmm. right? Rogers. Rogers, Rogers has got to walk soon. Russell Wilson can't be lingering around too much longer. Mm-hmm. And then, you know, so we, we, we got like a fab four. We got Herbert and we got, um, you know, Mahomes and, Burrow. and, uh, the, 
Burrow and and uh, Allen. Those are kind of like, to me the the Fab Four. And you got other guys, Lamar and and, and Kyle Murray, and there's there's a handful of them. But man, once you start getting down to like you know one of your favorite quarterbacks, Justin Fields, a first round draft pick, <laughs> I'm not feeling it. It's probably probably not the case. And uh, so you're like two thirds of the league is lacking an actual franchise quarterback. Uh, and, and that's where the way like, the league goes. You show me the franchise quarterback, I'll show you the playoff team. Yeah, it's a TV show about quarterbacks, right? Mm-hmm. The NFL. Mm-hmm. We should, we're at the 15-minute mark. You want to take a break now? And we, should, we need to yeah. talk a little bit about. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Let's take a quick break. Let's talk about the book club. Arch, I have a question for you. I'm going to put you on the spot here. Yeah. If someone signed up for our book club, it's, it's $25 a month, right? It's $25 a month. So they put in $25. Uh, just betting your last week of Major League Baseball, just, just following you with all your picks in, in, in the Discord channel and putting $10 per game, would, would they have just paid for their next, like, four or five months? Yeah. Yeah. At least. At yeah. least. This is what we're talking about, people. It, you're getting this value that you're, you know... You're not going to get in other places because you're going to pay a lot more to join their private Discord servers or their sure. Slack servers, right? $25 a month. That's over at our Patreon or go to thedegens.net. And besides that, besides these great picks that you're getting from Arch and you're getting uh, NASCAR and you're getting tennis and you're getting all these other fucking things. Uh, dude, Gravy Stacks is killing it with his goddamn parlays. Mm-hmm. You mm-hmm. just follow some of the users in there and because we're all about sharing knowledge, all about sharing picks and all about having fun because it is fun in there, too. Oh, yesterday was so much fun. Oh, my it God. Was. It was wild. It was wild. These, these guys are getting into it. We got a bunch of new guys that have just kind of come in and joined the Discord server. And they, they're just they're like, whatever. We're, we're going to jump right in. Uh, really had a blast yesterday. And you, too, could book it over to the book club. Without the ones like you who work tirelessly to keep things running, everything would suddenly stop. Hospitals, factories, schools, and power plants, they all depend on you. No matter the weather, emergency, or time of day, you're the ones who get it done. At Granger, we're here for you with professional-grade industrial supplies. Count on real-time product availability and fast delivery. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. What's the easiest choice you can make? Window instead of middle seat? Picking a vendor who sends a great gift basket? Outsourcing business tasks you hate? What about selling with Shopify? Whether you're selling a little or a lot, Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage to the first real-life store stage, all the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage? Shopify is there to help you grow. Whether you're selling scented soap or offering outdoor outfits, Shopify helps you sell. Wherever and whatever you're selling, Shopify's got you covered. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash try. Go to shopify.com slash try now to grow your business, no matter what stage you're in. Shopify.com slash try. All right. So we should say it. Hockey's over. Oh, yeah. Yeah, hockey, hockey. I'm, I'm not even joking this time, guys. I'm not even kidding. Like last time, I said hockey was over, and I was kind of joking. This time, it is over. The Avalanche actually hoisted the Stanley Cup. I I watched it. I watched it with my own eyes. Stanley Cup uh, for the first time in what 21 years. Colorado Avalanche, Stanley Cup champion. So, congrats to them. Uh, we knew it was going to happen. Panther, you 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 don't need to go 
game seven and bet eighty dollars. <laughs> yeah. Oh, I got I did get my forty in the book club yep, though. I did yep, post I it in there. 40, it, yeah. 40, 40 bucks. But hey, maybe that's my new thing. Just find a series, any series, playoff series, it's three to one, and then just bet bet the favorite. Just do the three and out, bet the favorite. <laughs> Like how often are you going to lose that? How many times in any sport has somebody lost being up three games to one? I don't think it's happened all that often. No, not that often. In, in the NBA, we like we know once it was 2016, the Cleveland Cavaliers. Uh, we're so, came I'm back. sorry to everybody in the New York who's listening to this right now. Yes, yes, yes. Uh, Red the Sox. Bloody Sox. <laughs> yeah, but that that was that was a yeah. I mean, those championship series. That was but, a, that was AL. Um, D- the Denver Nuggets did it twice in mm. one playoff run, right? What was that the uh, um, the bubble season? I think they did it twice. Uh, they were down three one in two consecutive series and came back and, and won twice. So yeah, it does, but it does not happen that often. I agree with you. So you, you probably have a, a pretty good betting strategy there, Panther, with your, your three and out. <laughs> Um, Teaming up with Arches baseball plays will be gold. I mean, there's not much else to say. Is I think Colorado was a prohibitive favorite all year. They did. They they won it. Uh, is Tampa done with? It's hard to say, right? I mean, uh, they they still put a two to one. I mean, it wasn't like they got fucking destroyed. And I think Panther, you said that as a you know, I think on Saturday show, right? That um, if there was any more games, like they, it was it wasn't going to be you know these blowout games anymore. It wasn't going to be these high scoring games, and that's exactly what happened. The teams kind of. Uh, played a little bit tighter hockey. Uh, their, their defense was was really stellar on both sides, and yeah, in the end, Colorado came out, and you know that's that's they're probably going to be the favorites going into next season to 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 come back and, and try to repeat. And for the Lightning, they're a year older, but you know as long as the Florida Panthers keep panthering things up down there, then yeah, who knows? See what you did right there. <laughs> Major League Baseball. Let's talk some Major League Baseball bets. I have three today. Panther, you probably have like five arch. We probably cover them all. Let's start off Boston, Toronto. I want to start off talking about this series by saying the Yankees are really good. That's all I'm going to say is the Yankees are really good. You see, the Red Sox, they have won seven games in a row. They are 19 and four in the month of June. They are in second place in the AL East. Guys, they are 11 games behind <laughs> the Yankees. That is how good the Yankees are. Now, one of the teams that Boston leapfrogged happens to be the Blue Jays. Toronto going to try to make up some ground today. They're going to put Kevin, Kevin Gossman on the mound going against Rooker, uh, rookie Connor Seabold. Uh, Seabold, likely a spot starter of sorts. Uh, Red Sox awaiting the return of both Garrett Whitlock and Nathan Eovaldi. But looking at Seabold in AAA this season, 2.09 ERA, 1.00 whip. So I think that there's some hope that he can give a quality start today, maybe a couple of quality starts until these guys get healthy. And some of that hope is from me because I'm hoping that he has a quality start today. Red Sox, they're playing like the better team right now. They've got the hotter bats and getting this big fucking plus line. I don't care if it's Gossman versus, you know, any fucking pitcher on the other side. I don't think that Toronto at this minus line is worth it. So... Huge value bet here. $10 bet on Boston. Uh, Toronto's probably not worth the minus 170, and all the value is on Boston. But Seabold is not exactly a flamethrower. He's more of a control pitcher. And I'm kind of banking on the Blue Jays being able to get to him a little bit and 
Vlad and the crew put a few runs on the board. I don't think this is going to be a high-scoring game. Gosman has been a little bit of a tough luck pitcher. Uh, he's just, just north of a three ERA, but still with a losing record. I think he can get to even here. The fact that it is minus 170 makes me think the Blue Jays are the play. So I am going to eat that chalk and put $10 on the Blue Jays. Yeah, I, I agree with you, Max. I think um, there's tons of value on the Red Sox. Plus 165. I know it's a rookie pitcher. I know this is a shaky position for the Red Sox to be in the, in the game, and they're playing in Toronto. But, man, I like that number. Plus 165. I'm going to put 13 bucks on them with you. All right. Let's move on to Arch's favorite baseball team. Arch, who is your favorite baseball team? Uh, the Miami Marlins. That is who I'm talking about today. Miami and St. Louis fish finally paid off in that series against the Mets yesterday, hitting the road in Missouri. Take on my kindred spirit, Adam Wainwright on the mound for the St. Louis Cardinals today. Uh, Wainwright having a decent year, but kind of coming off consecutive starts where he got roughed up, gave up four runs and, and three slash four seems to be the magic number of beating Wainwright in his five losses this year. That's been it. It's been three or four runs. Uh, Cardinals offense has not been able to bail him out. They've only managed to get him out of those situations twice this season. When he wins, he's got to keep that under three runs. Now, luckily for him, the Miami's Marlins offense rarely capable of putting up four runs unless they're playing Colorado. Uh, (laughs) Fish going to have the pitching advantage, though, today. As much as I love Adam Wainwright, Pablo Lopez, Cy Young candidate right now, looking at, you know, uh, he had a bounce back game his last time out against the Rockies, uh, got kind of shellacked by the Mets right before that. So I I like Lopez to have a solid game today. I think it's going to be a a lower scoring game. He's going to outduel the old man. So a $10 bet on Miami. Yeah, I kind of agree that the slightest of edge to the Marlins on the pitching matchup, but uh, the slightest of edge to the Cardinals at hitting. Uh, the problem I had with betting the fish is they just seem to not be able to put up very many runs when they're on the road. They've got a losing record on the road, uh, much more bettable at home. So because of that, I'm just going to lean the Cardinals here. Well, once again, it's my daily. Am I betting the Marlins? And yeah, I am today. <laughs> the plus 110. That's all we're getting now. I know, I know. Drop ten bucks. I got. I lost ten bucks. Yeah, in an hour. I agree with you, Max. Again, step for step. I like the Marlins today. Plus one ten, thirteen bucks. All right, last one up for me. Let's talk about the Texas Rangers. Uh, with the Red Sox dealing with those pitching injuries I mentioned, I bet you they wish they still had Martin Perez out there. <laughs> Perez, of course, spent his first seven seasons with Texas, and then he spent a season with Minnesota, and then the past two seasons in Boston. And over his career, he's just been. A mid-tier pitcher at best, right? But but some something happened this season. I don't know. For some reason, it's changed. He's really fucking good this year. And possibly that's going to change at some point. Or maybe, if Texas is smart, they're going to trade him to an overpaying team in need of a starter. Hey, Philadelphia. Ring, ring, ring. Uh, remember Kyle Gibson last year? He was a Cy Young uh, leader in the AL. Traded him at mid-year. Hey, guys want Martin Perez? Any interest here? Yeah, no, no. Uh, as for Chris Bubik, I don't think team's going to be calling for him before the deadline. Royals, of course, just lost two of three to the fucking A's. God Good damn. job. And, yeah, yeah, you know, you know, I bet on the A's in that first game, and then I backed <laughs> off the rest of the series. Yeah, you know, you, you know that happened, right? Yeah. Uh, fucking uh, Kansas City just two and a half games up on Oakland for the worst record in the league. Mm. Uh, fifth, fifth, fifth worst run differential in the league. While Texas has managed to get a fucking positive run differential 
they've been playing good baseball. Now, I know this is a chalky one, but still, man, Perez on the mound, Kansas City Royals. I think this could be even worse. $10 bet on Texas. Define chalk, because when I wrote this two hours ago, it was minus 135. Where are we yeah, at right you, now? You can still get minus 135, 134. You know, yeah, it's, it's, in the, it's getting up to like minus 140 in, in some books. So it's, it's getting there. Yeah, see, everything you said, I completely agree with everything you said. The minus 135, minus 140, I feel like it's either one of the greatest gifts Vegas has given us or we're dick first into a trap here. I love Texas here. They, they've got clearly almost two to one on home runs against the Royals. The pitching matchup is night and day. Everything Max said says to me this should have been like minus 180, and it's not. I'm scared to death of it. But like Max, I'm all over it. Give me 10 bucks on the Rangers. I'm leaning the Rangers here, so no kiss of death. It was close. It's very, very close, but just a lean for me. And wow, the Royals are the Royals, A's, Pirates, Nationals. What a train wreck down there. I can't. I, I, and again, for a team like the Royals, where I thought that they were going to be not, not in con- contention per se, but I thought that they were going to be much better. Um, that is already a loss, I feel, in my uh, win totals. I don't even have to look. It just feels like it's it's already a loss for me taking the Royals on the over this season. And that <laughs> is it for me, Panther. What else you got? Actually, I've only got one more game. We're going to take a look at Minnesota going to Cleveland. Cleveland, fresh off that sweep by the red-hot Red Sox. We're going to welcome the Twins and Sonny Gray into, into town. Sonny Gray with a 2.53 ERA, maybe the de facto staff ace for the Twinkies. Uh, not too much chalk here. Maybe it's just because the Guardians haven't been playing very good baseball the last week or so. Um, I, I like Cleveland. I love Cleveland. So I think I'm going to take the Twinkies here for $10. Yeah, some moral support here. You got to remember for a while the Gar- Guardians were on that hot streak and they were playing some really good baseball. And I've cooled off a little bit. Uh, getting a plus line at home, it's... It's tempting. It's just my numbers say the Twins win this one, but I, I can't bet this. Just a lean on Minnesota. Yeah, I'm going to lean Cleveland in this one, but it's not It's not a game I really was eyeballing. It. Something I wanted to bet. That's, yeah, that's it for me. It's a light day in Major League Baseball and a light day to panther to panthering things. Got a couple minutes left. Let's look at this uh, Dodgers-Rockies because it interests me. You know, the Dodgers opened at minus 215, and now it's minus 185, a 30-cent shift. You think everyone's hitting Colorado at home? Yeah, when I was looking at this before, it seemed like uh, Colorado was getting some, some money on it. I'll refresh the numbers here. Uh, was there a pitching change or anything like that? Or Panther, did you see anything on this one or no? Uh, last I saw was undefeated Tyler Anderson on the bump. Oh, well, un- undefeated uh, pitcher went well yesterday. Didn't Tony Gonsolin get another win yesterday? Did he get up yeah. to 10-0? Uh, Jesus. Yeah. Uh, no, looks it looks like the uh, step for step uh, majority of money and public uh, both on the Dodgers here. So oh, something weird going on. But you know they've been doing that with the Dodgers it seems, right? Like I've been I've been oh, yeah, looking, yeah, I've yeah. been I've been tracking the money and public on the Dodgers the past like couple weeks, and it, it, the sportsbooks have been adjusting the lines to be favorable for the fucking Dodgers for some reason. And people keep betting them, and the sportsbooks keep losing. So I, I you know, uh, if you download listen to every single episode. I quasi this, this this is not like a real scientific thing. I quasi believe that some sports books do a long con on teams. <laughs> like they get <laughs> they get you to bet them and feel good about yourself only to fucking just like, you know, 
set up a series of of like minus 300 lines that you're like oh well yeah i'm gonna bet these and, and you just get absolutely fucking uh, uh bent over on so I don't know. It's, it seems like the Dodgers are the play today. Um, you know, at minus 185 is probably definitely within the, the implied probability. I'd have to pull up my numbers here. So that that's whew, that's that's crazy. Um, but listen, the Rockies at home can, can put up some runs and, and maybe they're figuring uh, Dodgers going to get complacent like they, they do from time to time. Uh, yeah, I, I like the Dodgers. Though. I think they get the win. I don't know if I just misread something or there's some action going on, but a couple hours ago when I was making my plays, I swore I saw the Dodgers at minus 210. So now you're telling me it's getting better for them with Anderson on the map. I'm I'm really confused here. It it feels like a trap, but to, to Max's point, they've been doing this with the Dodgers now for the better part of a month or longer. I, at this point, at minus 185, it's absolutely a value play. I'm leaning heavy over the cliff. I'm like Michael Jackson, smooth criminal over the cliff, man. Uh, lean on the Dodgers. Yeah, it, it's, it's, it's tempting, real tempting. I'm only minus 185. So keep an eye on that one. See if it gets better or worse throughout. Is there any other games you wanted to take a quick peek at, or should we just kill it? I, there was nothing. I mean, it really was a light day. There wasn't anything that was, uh, that was too too tempting out there. Um, Pittsburgh-Washington finally got a line, right? I didn't yeah, see one on them earlier. Minus 135 for Washington. I mean, what a shit game. Like this, this might uh, this might be the worst fucking series we have seen all season, and we just watched Kansas City and Oakland play. <laughs> I would. I was going to talk about Oakland. Oakland's at New York at minus three hundred on the Yankees. That Value. might be the low. That, that's going to be the lowest number you see in this series. I, it, like honestly, I I was expecting a minus five hundred. I'm not even fucking kidding. I was. I was oh, really, I was four fifty. I was like, what, what's going on here? <laughs> Oh. Oakland staff base Blackburn's on the mound. That's why. Oh, okay, that's a, oh, oh, that's why it's only minus three hundred. Yeah, I got it. Got it. Yeah. Icebergs here. Marlins plus one and a half. All right, cool. They can have the fish. Okay. What do we talk about today? We talked about Gronk coming back. We talked about sports books getting burned by Brady. We talked about Panther being a verb, <laughs> and we talked about NHL. We'll see you around NHL. That's it. Did not talk nearly enough about me though. So. Do that over on Twitter at Betting Absolute, no matter where you'll say, please. Highest rating, comment, subscribe, download, and listen to every single episode. Panther, take us home. I will take the fish. Fish. Arch. Well, my hands are tied. Red Sox. Don't hate it. Might be the better play. Uh, You know what? I'm going to take those Texas Rangers. You know, I, we were talking about this pre-show. We didn't really talk about it during during the live show, but we hit three of these D-Gen parlays last week. So as high as Arch is, you know, we're kind of getting a little red hot here with these parlays. So let's see Question if we can though, start. Panther. Question yeah. before you know this. Are you sure you want to take Texas? Because you just realized it's not just a D-Gen parlay. This is a max parlay. <gasps> it's, it's all the Red Max's Sox picks. Fish oh, shit. <laughs> <laughs> Wow, we're fucked. Pouring one out for the DJ parlay now. Hey, you know what? Here, here, if we if we miss this parlay, there's only one person to blame. So, so, so we made we made it all about you, Max. This is all about you. Finally, finally, it's about me. The 
the Mad Max parlay of the day. It's the Miami Marlins, the Boston Red Sox, and the Chuck Norris Rangers. Put those three together and uh, make that your parlay. We're hanging out on Facebook. We're on Twitter. But mostly, it is the Discord. It's the book club. Get in there and shoot the shit with us. We are having an absolute blast. Call us out by name. We will holler right back. But most importantly, let us know what you did over the weekend, what you're going to do today. And when it's all said and done, kids, it's all make some money, fools. Information on this podcast may not be construed to offer any kind of investment advice or recommendations. Under no circumstances will the owners, operators, or guests of this podcast be held responsible for damages related to its contents. For the ones who work hard to ensure their crew can always go the extra mile, and the ones who get in early so everyone can go home on time, there's Granger, offering professional-grade supplies backed by product experts so you can quickly and easily find what you need. Plus, you can count on access to a committed team ready to go the extra mile for you. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done.